Hello everyone, you're listening to Let It Fly episode, I don't even know because it's been like three months since I recorded a podcast. Um, I have show notes here for or ideas, topics, um, on. I, I just have page to page and I have just, my uh, daughter started college two years early and um, things have been a little chaotic to say the least trying to um, get everything together and, and uh, you know, you plan for your kids to go to college and um, you think you have a pretty solid plan in place of how things are going to happen and how you're going to be able to afford that and then they start two years early and um, don't have, you can't get, you can't get financial aid for this particular situation. So I'm like, ah, so I've been trying to run around doing that and on top of that I had to get a, uh, go find a a solid, decent used car, which apparently is incredibly hard um, in the in the area for the amount of money that I wanted to spend um, on a car. Um, of course, you know I was just like, she can have my car. I live close enough to work that I can actually walk. But um, we decided to get her something that was uh, a little more beat up. So when something happens at college, it's not a big deal, right? Anyway, so things have been really crazy. And I have a, uh, I'm like, I'm going to get on the schedule because I want to do a weekly show. I mean, I, I, that's what I would ultimately want to be able to do. But uh, with, uh, there's, there's, just a, there's just so much going on. And then with the fall weather coming, you're trying to winterize the house and everything. And I think, okay, today's a day that, you know, I can winterize. And then it's 80 degrees out or 85 degrees out. And I'm like, well, maybe not today. And then the next day it's like, you know, 50 out. And you're like, oh, okay, today would be a day. You know, you never know what's going to happen. But um, through all this, I have had... Uh, Oddly enough, I haven't had a lot of comic reading time, and then finally, this week, um, I actually carved several hours out of my day, and I think I probably read roughly 25 comics. I just sat down, and uh, everybody was gone. They were at work or at school, and I had some, some me time, and that's what I did. I dug on and dug in and read, uh, got caught up with uh, some of the DC stuff that I'm enjoying, and um, there's always plenty of independent stuff. But I'm going to talk to you today about a couple of movies that... Uh, I wanted to share that might not be on everybody's radar, and um, those of you who listen to Sci-Fi Dig know that I have a, um, I, I love movies, I mean, even bad movies, I love, I mean, I love them all, it's just, you know, you, you can't, you know, there's very few movies that I would review and say, this is a horrible movie, um, I, I, there are some movies where I'm like, ah, this might not, this just isn't for me, there are some movies that are just, there's, there's a couple of them that, that these are just horrible movies, and I do not wish anybody to ever have to watch them, um, but in this case, I came across, across a couple of films that, uh, like I said, aren't really on the radar, one of them is Wormwood, and uh, that came out of nowhere, uh, independent zombie film, and I wanted to see it, and couldn't find anywhere to stream it. You know, I'm like, I have Netflix, I have Amazon Prime. Um, and the thing is, if I'm going to pay um, $10 for a digital copy, I'm just going to go buy the Blu-ray. Um, because it's going to look better and I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not, doesn't depend on my internet connection how good it looks, you know. So I ended up buying that. Um, it was on sale. Um, some, I think it must, must have been on Amazon for just under 10 bucks. And then, of course, three days after I got it, it was on uh, Netflix. But, you know, hey, this is the story of my life. Anyway, Wormwood's an independent zombie film from 2015 that uh, it is, uh, it doesn't uh, spend a lot of time uh, looking at, you know, how the people came to be zombies. You know, we live in a world where there are people that are zombies. And there are um, some other aspects to this. Basically, we're following 
um, a couple different uh, groups of characters. And ultimately, we have that meetup, you know. Um, but one of the things about um, Wormwood that makes it unique, and what I really liked about it, was that the, uh, the physics of our planet have been changed. There's little things that um, are happening now that make this a little bit more uh, science fiction in nature, just subtly so. Um, so, for example, you know, one of the things we find out is gasoline no longer burns. So you can imagine that that's a little bit of a problem if you're trying to run a vehicle or um, trying to run, you know, certain machines and things like that. So people have to find a workaround for all this stuff. And, you know, there's, I don't want to give anything away of what they find out as far as how to power things. But, you know, you have a lot of man-powered things as well. But, um, you know, because of that, there's, there's, you're, never know, you're never sure what's going to happen because they're just, they're just discovering different physics, you know, don't work quite the same. And, you know, you, of course, you have like a, a, a mad scientist type person that's involved with the government somehow. And um, he's doing experiments on the zombies. We're not quite sure. The dude's just not all there. It's not, he doesn't have a, he has some screen time, but he doesn't have, um, we don't really have a lot of motivation behind him. Clearly the way this was done, the way this, this, uh, this ends, don't get me wrong, it has a great ending. Um, but it's enough of a cliffhanger that you're hoping for a second one. Um, one of the things that, I really like. I think when anytime you're you're watching a budget style film, you know anything anything that's, you know, and I say budget style because it's like, uh, I think that when you're doing a, a lower budget film, um, meaning that there's not gazillions of dollars involved, that there's a style to it. You know, that, that's just my opinion. I mean, sometimes it it wasn't meant to be that way, but it seems now that that um, sometimes uh, people do films in that style. But um, anyway. A lot of times, you know, one of the things that suffers in anything that, that that's that's lower budget or if they're trying to stylize it is, is the is the audio. And I have to say that Wormwood, um, I never realized the audio was a nitpick for me until like about six or seven years ago. Um, but the audio is really well done. Um, the actors all did a really good job portraying their their characters and what they've been through. Um, we're not. This is definitely uh, fifty. Uh, this is probably more action than it is horror, obviously, because I mean you have. Yeah, you have the zombie aspect, but this is definitely more of an action film. So don't go in thinking that, oh, you don't want to be scared because you're, you're probably not going to be scared. It's more of an action film and more of a trying to figure out why people are doing what they're doing. Anyway, the name of the film is Wormwood. I, I can't really talk much more about it, giving out too much away, but I think people are going to enjoy it. Um, you know, I know that I saw, um, I, you know, this, this was selling, must have been selling fairly well on Amazon because it was in the top, uh, in the top films. Um, it kept coming up on my page, and I, I was curious about what it was. And then once I investigated, I'm like, oh, I'll have to check this out, I'll have to check this out. Um, you know, the problem is there's a lot of low-budget horror films that uh, that come out. And then, you know, they end up being like five or six bucks on DVD or whatever, and they just end up being off one. I wasn't sure exactly what this was. And so I watched the trailer of it, and um, the cover of it definitely had me intrigued, but then actually it was a lot of the Amazon reviews that kind of pushed me over the edge because they, they explained it as um, Mad Max uh, meets, you know, like a zombie film. And I'm like, okay, that's definitely right up my alley. So I, I really, I, I, I bought it, I watched it, I do not regret a second of it, and I hope everybody out there will enjoy it. One other film, and this one did come out, I have no idea where this film came from. Uh, um, I, I had seen a trailer for it. And then a friend sent a trailer, and I'm like, okay, I have to look at this again. 
And apparently I wasn't paying real close attention the first time, but I'm like, this looks interesting, but I'm not quite sure exactly where it's going. The name of the movie is Turbo Kid. And I was intrigued enough that I'm like, this could be a real schlocky um, kind of B-movie. Or, or uh, Initially, there, there's parts of it look, that looks like uh, you know, some of the Asian cinema horror movies where there's, there's just an overly large amount of blood everywhere, right? And it just it gets comedic in nature. And I wasn't sure how I felt about it, but um, what was funny is when they sent me the trailer, I looked on. I, I just so happened that this movie was playing free on Amazon Prime. I'm like, I'm gonna watch it right now. I just got home from work. Um, those of you that don't know, I, I work afternoon, so my TV viewing time is between midnight and probably 2 a.m. Um, usually, I can't go to sleep until about two o'clock because I'm too wound up for my job, and so uh, it's a uh, it's just my little bit of little bit of me time. So. I queued this thing up, and man, did I love this movie. First of all, it's got Michael Ironside in it, okay? And um, he did a fantastic job, as always. Um, it is about the world after a robotic apocalypse, and every, there's a lot of wasteland involved. Everybody rides BMX bikes. It, the, the film is made to look as though it was shot in the 80s with that 80 style of, uh, has 80 styles of music, um, the BMX bike thing. Very, very uh, an 80s feel across the board on this thing. But, uh, so I'm, uh, will you two stop it? So my dogs are, I don't know what they're doing, growling at one another. Anyway, so, you know, the idea here is that um, this kid is on his own. He's probably um, maybe 16, 17. And he, he, he drives around on his BMX bike and he has a little notebook that maps out the areas of the wasteland, and he goes and he tries to dig through things and find stuff that uh, that he could use, uh, not just uh, not just food, which there doesn't seem to be a lot of, but like you know he comes back and he has he, he has like uh, he finds cassette tapes when he gets back to his little hideout, um, his little fortress um, that has uh, and he has a, a an old Walkman, you know, and so like you know our the, our first song is that song like he's playing it and we're jamming out to it and everything and very 80s kind of feel of the music and then he takes all this stuff to um kind of like this factory this uh it, it's like a looks like a big foundry kind of area where he goes in and you trade your stuff for water and you know that's that's how they survive so he goes through and tries to trade little things he finds for water i mean and it could be anything it's all kind of stuff a lot of it's like like i said very 80s you know there's you know, uh, all this, all this different, like, you know, cassette tapes and, and, uh, and just all kind of eighties stuff that you can think of, but uh, like anything like toys, um, tools, whatever you're trading all this stuff in for water. And then, you know, it kind of, uh, unfolds that there's, there's obviously somebody in charge of this who has a uh, henchman, you know, who have weapons who are able to, uh, to kind of, uh, they, they kind of control everything very much like a, like a mob kind of thing. And, uh, and, and the, the film unfolds from there, you know, we, we learn a little bit, we, we don't learn a whole lot about the robot apocalypse other than there were robots and they turned against their masters and they wiped out life. And this is like a pocket of humanity right here and that nobody can find water. So the thing is, is whoever controls the water controls everything. And this guy, Michael Ironside, he controls the water. So therefore he's kind of in charge. He's kind of the rich guy. You know, he has the stuff, he has the henchmen, you know. Um, he has like a little arena where people do battle. It's very 80s and feel, but my God, it's so much fun. And it's not, um, you know, the, the blood scenes that we see are not, 
um, super schlocky. It's not like, yeah, you know, somebody might lose, get, get a body part cut off and blood might gush out, but it doesn't do it for like 10 minutes. And there's not like 20 gallons of blood. Um, it's just enough to um, make you go, oh, wow, you know, that happened, you know, very much a science fiction action kind of film and also a very uh, a coming of age story for this boy. And it just, it all, it, it sounds like there's no way that this could work, that there is no way that, that this movie is, is going to come together. And again, this isn't, uh, you know, this is by no means an Academy Award winning film, but I can tell you right now, it's probably the best movie I've seen in a long time. And it is, it is the most fun, definitely the most fun I've had watching a movie and well over a year it just I just loved it it was just so much fun everything about it and there's a lot of twists and turns in here that again once again I cannot give away because um, I don't want to uh, you know to spoil too much of it Um, needless to say you know it's called Turbo Kid because the the kid reads these comics um, these Turbo Man comics where he has like this gauntlet that shoots uh, uh, laser blasts and um, let's just, needless to say, you can tell by the, the trailer that eventually he comes across such a gauntlet um, and he has this ability to uh, defend himself with it. You know, so they call, he, you know, he calls himself Turbo. Well, I think everybody else calls him Turbo Kid. I'm not exactly sure if anybody actually uses that name um, referring to him, but the name of the film's Turbo Kid. But I highly recommend, I cannot recommend this film enough. I don't know, I'm not sure how long it's going to be available on Amazon Prime. Um, last time I checked, it was not available on Netflix, but hopefully, um, it will be coming soon, but, uh, highly recommended. I would love to, uh, to see, like, this is the kind of movie that, um, I'm interested enough in it that I would love to see some information from the filmmakers, like a behind the scenes or the making of kind of thing to find out, you know, what their thought process, why they decide to make it feel like an eighties film and what, what, you know, what started this idea, and um, so I think if this is something that if it comes available on disc, which is going to eventually, but if it has those special features, I might pick it up. Um, that's the only thing I miss about some of the, uh, the streaming stuff is not every film has to have. I mean, I, I think as, as geeks, we tend to buy the thing with the most discs. You know, if you can buy the one disc package or the nine disc package, we buy the nine disc package because we want all these special features and we never watch half of them, you know. But um, in this case, I'd be really curious as to or even just read an interview with a guy about how you know, what made him want to do this. Anyway, um, I say this all the time and, you know, life gets in the way, but I definitely, I don't have a commute to work, so I can't record to work. I mean, I could, but your podcast would actually be about 35 seconds. Um, literally takes me about two minutes to drive to work. It takes me longer to get in, a, in the car and out of the car than for me to drive to work. Um, and the only reason I drive to work is sometimes I give people rides home. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I just, I trying to find the time and, um, I was being very selfish this, uh, this last week. I'm like, you know, I'm going to record a podcast. I saw it was on Monday. I was like, I want to record a podcast. I'm like, nope, nope, I'm not. I'm going to read comics. And that's what I did. So I, uh, I read comics all day and I don't regret one second of it. I'm getting all caught up on, uh, like I said, the DC comics that, uh, that are currently out there. And, and I'll talk a bit more, more about that in an upcoming show. But, you know, I, I, uh, I was never, uh, I didn't really like the the new 52 when they did the reboot. And it wasn't, you know, it's not like, oh man, those comics are better. It wasn't that at all. They didn't just did not appeal to me. And and so I can't really knock it. I mean, the, my favorite, I think, of the bunch was, uh, the, well, of the bunch that lasted was Aquaman. And it's funny because now I'm finding that the Aquaman comic is becoming one of my least favorites only because I just, I'm not, the story doesn't appeal to me. But, you know, and so I, you know, when, it, when this happens, when, he, when we get a reboot, we have so many reboots lately. Um, 
when that happens, it doesn't appeal to me. I tend to read, I tend to gravitate towards some of the older stuff if I want to read some of the heroes. And obviously, I, um, independent stuff. I mean, I, I, I was looking through my comicsology purchases the other day, and there are so many books that I bought and haven't even begin to read yet um, because when sales come up and I have a few bucks I'm like I'm going to buy this now or uh, something will come up I'm like I'm going to buy the first two issues and then I'll come back and buy the rest if I like it and, I'm, and usually things cycle enough that I can get them up get them on sale but uh, I, I just decide you know I'm going to I'm going to try to some of this some of the new DC stuff I've picked up and I'm going to go ahead and burn my way through it and man Secret Six just kind of came out of left field for me I knew of its existence. I had absolutely no idea what this book was about. None. I just have not followed up on it. You know, I knew of, I knew it existed, and I had no idea who the characters were or anything like that. I didn't even start issue one. I started issue three. <gasps> Blasphemy, right? But I didn't care. I'm just like, I'm going to read this. So I knew exactly. I had a pretty good idea of what was going on. I don't want to give away to, I mean, you have uh, Black Alice and you have Catman. And there's some other characters. One of them, I'm not sure if you're supposed to know who it is. I know they're up to issue six or seven now. But uh, I don't want to give it away because it was a kind of a surprise to me. It wasn't what I was expecting. But, uh, man, you talk about, a, about like characters who are just so different, can't get along, um, not, not quite sure where all this is headed. But I have just fallen in love with this book. It is just quirky enough, and it has heroes in it or people with powers, and um, it has that dialogue that you enjoy between the characters. And this thing just came out of left field for me, and I tell you what, I am just loving it. That is uh, one of my favorite um, books right now, and it's funny because the reason, I think one of the reasons that, that, that propels to the top of the list for me is the fact that it's just not talked about a lot. It's not, uh, it's not, I'm, I'm not, it's not really fitting in any kind of continuity or anything. It's just kind of floating around out there doing their own thing, and I'm really digging the heck out of it. I'm also loving uh, Superman and Batman, but I don't want to go into a comedy talk. I'm already at 20 minutes, which is longer than I want to do for um, a show, especially when I'm just starting to to come back here, but I'm going to try to get on a weekly schedule. I'm going to try to make actual notes, and uh, I, I mean, I have a tablet I take to, or a notebook I take to work with me, and every time an idea pops in my head, I jot it down. Well, unfortunately, um, some of these ideas came to fruition in like May, and I'm looking through here. I'm like, I'm not talking about any of this stuff. I'm just going to try to talk about something a little bit more current, and uh, I wanted to make sure I mentioned Turbo Kid and Wormwood because anymore I'm never sure how long um, these movies are going to be available for streaming for free before they disappear, you know, and you won't have an opportunity to grab them. So check out Wormwood. Um, that's uh, with a Y um, in Worm. And uh, check out uh, Turbo Kid. Uh, I think that you're going to like both of them. If you like uh, fun movies, Turbo Kid's your, your deal. If you like uh, if you like the action and uh, the uh, mystery, then I definitely think that Wormwood would be for you. And, you know, obviously it has the zombie angle as well, but... Not the not the heart of the movie. Anyway, I'll talk to uh, everybody next time.